Hello and welcome to Inside Fingal, the podcast that gives you an insight into the work being done by the councillors and staff of Fingal County Council to make Fingal a better place to live, work, visit and do business in. My name is Jerry McDermott, I'm the Media and Communications Manager here at Fingal County Council and I hope you'll stay with me as we continue to inform you about the work of your local authority. In episode 15 of the Inside Fingal podcast, you might remember that our guest was Rory O'Byrne, the long-serving Fingal Arts Officer. Well, after 29 years in the role, Rory retired earlier this year, and Fingal County Council has just completed the search for his successor, with Sarah O'Neill being appointed as the new Arts Officer. I'm delighted to say that Sarah is our guest today on episode 24 of the Inside Fingal podcast. Sarah, congratulations on your appointment as County Arts Officer, and welcome to Inside Fingal. Thank you, Jerry. I'm delighted to be here. How did you feel when you got the news that you'd been appointed as the new arts officer? How did I feel? I was, I was delighted, actually. Um, I mean, I guess I'm taking on the job at a very unique time with the development of Swords Cultural Quarter and just the growth within the county. So I feel that there's a lot of... There, it's, it's going to be a different job, actually. It's going to be a, a different county arts officer role, um, building on the work that we have done previously but um a lot of a lot of development and growth yeah and, and i suppose it's the next level like rory was there for so long and he basically started with a blank page and obviously was building foundations and yes. i suppose there's probably good foundations now on which to build absolutely i mean when rory first started he was on his own he he had no staff um and you know fingal as a local authority had only just been established um, and then very quickly, though, things changed. You know, the, the, the Arts Act was revised in 2003. And at that point, it meant that every local authority had to produce an arts plan. So that's actually when I came on board in 2005. And um, with Rory, co-authored the first uh, arts development plan. And um, so there were there were two main areas that we focused on within that first arts plan, and it was about um, developing the roles of a public art coordinator and a youth and education officer, and that was to address the in the terms of youth education the young demographic that Fingal has, and the very fast uh, rapid growth of the population, and then within the the percent for art of the public art coordinator, it was about capitalising the monies. Um, that Fingal could access through the capital programme in commissioning art. So in identifying those two roles, out of that came the policies as well, policy development. So by the time that we got to the second arts plan, I guess the area that we hadn't had an opportunity to focus on were the supports for professional artists. So that became the third pillar of work. But in addition to this, Rory was always offering grants in the community under the 2003 Arts Act. So that was very visible work that was always going on. And he, he did tremendous work in that area um, in, I guess, enabling local community groups and musical societies to be able to put on performances event and events that would stimulate and promote the arts in Fingal. So that work um, has been a core to what we do as well. Um, so this is all established and we are continuing to build on all of that. 
but obviously very aware as well that there's huge development uh, due to take place in Swords Cultural Quarter and there's a lot of work happening in Balbriggan as well. Yes, and, and we already have existing arts centres. Um, you know, that, that there are, you, you talked about capital projects and that, like, we do, we do already have good arts centres and, and this is going to add to it. We do, and again, Rory was key to the development of those. Um, those arts centres, they came from the ground up. They were community-driven. Um, and Rory would have sat on the board of both arts centres for almost all of his tenure while he was here in Fingal. So and and they, can, were, they were Dreacht Arts Centre and the Seamus Ennis uh, Arts Centre in, in the Nall. That's right, Dreacht in Dum 15 and the Seamus Ennis Centre in the Nall. So it, it can't be underestimated the impact that both of those centres have had to the local communities. And they're also regarded by the Arts Council as models of best practice. And I think that's what's got you excited because, you know, in the short time that we've been talking, you've mentioned the Swords Cultural Centre a couple of times uh, and that and, and also what's going on in Balbriggan uh, as well. You seem to be very excited about what's coming down, down the tracks. Yeah, I think it's I think it's wonderful for the people of Fingal, for people that live here. I mean, it's a very strong testament and commitment that a local authority will put so much funding into a cultural facility. It, it's a real statement of intent and uh, really valuing and recognising the role that the arts and culture play in people's lives. It's not just tokenism. Sometimes you read these things in policy documents or development plans, but Fingal is making it happen. And Fingal believes it and uh, and I and I feel that I've a very strong commitment to Fingal actually and the work um and I mean you know this project we first started talking about it eight years ago um but it's wonderful to see it actually moving now and it's it's very exciting yeah and and I suppose for somebody who's been involved in the three Fingal arts plans and that like like as you say you do up plans, you do up policy documents, and there's always that fear that they'll sit on the shelf and, and gather dust and not, not happening. So when you have that ability to make the document turn into a reality, that, that must be a nice feeling. It is a nice feeling. Um, but all the, I always say about those documents, it's not like we're sitting in isolation thinking, what can we do? The consultation that goes into them with all of our stakeholders it's very in-depth um, so you know I always say it's not our arts plan it, it's the arts plan of the people so as a public servant it's our role to ensure that we can deliver on the plan and the ambition and the needs within the county while ensuring that it's aligned with the development plan so um so, yes, it, it's, it, yeah, it, because it can be frustrating when you can't deliver on certain aspects. And, and it's usually down to resources. Um, we, you know, we, we are very ambitious in the work that we want to achieve. Um, and, but it is, but it, again, as public, I think as public servants, it's our role to outline what's required 
um, and to ensure that it's sustainable and it's future-proofed. And that, that's really important in regard to Swords Cultural Quarter because, you know, we're going to have a new gallery, a new theatre, library. Um, so we have to be responsible around that. But absolutely, it's it, it, you, somebody explained, said something to me once about delayed gratitude. And that's what this work is. It's, it really is delayed gratitude. So in terms of the, the rest of the team in the office, there's such a personal commitment into seeing this work through. Um, you know, my other two colleagues in the department have been there since 2005 as well. And I think that's really evident in the work that we've done. I think if you had a really quick changeover in staff, um, you wouldn't have the same continuity um, understanding as to how we've arrived at this point. Um, so, yeah. And how important is that understanding? You know, because like that's the one thing that struck me about your appointment. You've been there since 2005, so you're able to hit the ground running. You, you know Fingal art scene intimately and, and that like... How much of an advantage is that going to be to you as the, the new county arts officer and as the, the leader of the department? A, a huge advantage, a huge advantage. Uh, I mean, I was speaking to colleagues recently and I think it would, I think actually the job interview would have been very difficult for somebody that didn't have that knowledge because um, because we've, you know, along with Rory, built the art service from the ground up. We... We know the challenges, we know our strengths, um, and we know where we want to go. And we understand the bigger context, the, the macro picture um, for the council. And that's really important. It's not looking at the arts in isolation. It's looking at the arts um, as a component of a, you know, a piece of work in a wider portfolio that the council offers so um so that's really important so i you, I, I totally recognize i was uniquely positioned <laughs> um in having that insight yeah and yeah. and also just i guess um developing the arts plans uh you know it it it, it gives you such a strong grounding and understanding there was one thing that i noticed in the press release that announced your appointment um you said and i, I quote I am proud to be a key driver and team leader of a pioneering and ambitious arts office that has a unique and critical role to play in advancing the themes of sustainable development, social inclusion, healthy placemaking, high quality design and climate action as outlined in the 2023-2029 Fingal Development Plan. How are you going to go about advancing those five themes? And and, and, and let's start with the one that caught my thing and, and, and that climate action. Like... How does the arts help climate action? Well, climate action is a uh, within the arts. It's a big concern, big challenge, and in fact, uh, you know, the the minister for arts and the arts council. It's one of their key priority areas. In Fingal, we have been working in this area for a number of years. Actually, we were one of the lead thinkers. Um, the Arts Council have a scheme called Invitation to Collaboration where it offers local authorities the opportunity to work with each other. So Fingal collaborated with Dublin City Council and Wexford in commissioning um, a programme of work 
around climate change and biodiversity. It was called an urgent inquiry. So my colleague Caroline Cowley, who's the public art coordinator, she led that piece of work. And in fact, what what they did was they produced um, a blueprint which could be used by other local authorities in terms of commissioning public art under the theme of climate change and ecology. So, as I mentioned, we, we've been working in this area already for a number of years. Um, we also, in terms of our residencies up in Loch Shinney, have appointed artists um, to work in the space that are dealing with these themes. And it's not that we want to be prescriptive to artists as to what themes we think they should be focusing on, but if there's an, a natural fit and it aligns, um, and all it's doing is it's it's bringing in an awareness to the public. I think artists, that's the unique thing about an artist, they have a voice whereby they can, you know, translate ideas, challenges, um, through their artwork that can make people think about things in a different way. So they're like a kind of a, a broker um, around these issues. Um, so that's that's a key thing. So that, that more or less answers my question. Uh, awareness is obviously very, very important. And looking looking at, at some of the other things there, like like for example, healthy placemaking, what, what, how does the arts come in and, and help in that particular area? Um, well, again, uh, up in Balbriggan, uh, the our Balbriggan team have just applied for funding to the Arts Council for Creative Places, which ensures that um, there's a significant amount of funding going into the area for a minimum of three years. And to, as part of that, they appoint um, a Creative Places coordinator. So that's, that's key to... Um, embedding an infrastructure of arts development within a particular area and I guess you know healthy placemaking and quality design the two are kind of they're really intertwined um, so we're very excited about what's going to happen in Balbriggan because we have a studio space up there up on Dublin Street which was just recently purchased um, we've put a lot of investment in terms of public art commissions into the Balbriggan area and uh, I guess we can use that as a model that could be transferable to other parts of the county, whether it be Dublin 15, um, the greater area of Swords. Um, and I suppose one of the exciting things about Balbriggan is the diversity that's in Balbriggan is that there's all sorts of different art forms popping up there. Absolutely. There's diversity in terms of the art forms, the population makeup base um and and also the the the, uh between the professional and the non-professional sector so there are many different many different things at play um so our hope is you know that we can support the needs that are in the community and uh you know drive the ambition that they have for themselves which is to make Balbriggan a destination for the arts so we're here to support them and, and lead out on that. And, and then it must be very pleasing, I suppose, then when you see a, a sort of a venture like the Lark happening in Balbriggan and, and, you know, people coming in, investing in creating something, something like that. Absolutely. I mean, it's, again, a, a huge, 
commitment. Um, you know, we've 400 theatre theatre up there. It's going to be amazing for the for the local community and beyond, actually. Um, and it just enhances, I think, the offering, the arts offering within Fingal, um, bringing, you know, professional standard work to Balbriggan. And it, it raises everybody's expectation and allows them to access the very best of um, of the arts. So, it, no, it's it's a wonderful addition to the area. So that 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 really explains placemaking and and as you say Balbriggan is a fantastic example of how the arts can can help placemaking um and I think you touched on high quality design there with you know when you talk about some of the the, the projects that you that you have been done if I look at say sustainable development and and social inclusion um what is your thinking around those those areas well in terms of sustainable development I think that comes back to the arts office uh having a very responsible approach in terms of outlining the resources that are required uh, to sustain arts development in the county. You mentioned funding there and I I know um, that that's a a, you know from your career you've you've been involved in a number of different funding initiatives and it's something that you place great importance on. Yes that's right Jerry. When I started there were no funding supports for professional artists and in fact we didn't really know who the professional artists were in the county. So um, I established the Artist Support Scheme, which allows artists to develop their practice and enables them to live and work within Fingal. But there's three strands to that funding. They can apply for training, training and development opportunity, for the development of new work, or for a residency. So it's also giving them an international platform. So um, I guess in terms of an artist sustaining their career, we want them to live and work in Fingal but they need to look beyond that as well and that in turn actually has helped build the reputation of the arts in Fingal. Externally we're very well regarded Um, we do have an international profile, a very strong national profile but our artists are our strongest advocates Um, so you know it's it's win-win really Um, that's our role to give them the space and time to develop their work within their art form and it, the funding has been absolutely key to that it really has yeah and then also you, you, you again you, you mentioned residencies and, and that sort of thing and I think you mentioned earlier in the conversation um, some of the I suppose uh, Things that you've put in place, like the boathouse in Lakshini, like the the the, the hide in in um, Balhiri, uh, and that like how important are, are those type of things? They're very important because again, they're allowing artists to live and work in Fingal. And um, the Lakshini piece, uh, I mean, that's been a wonderful collaboration between colleagues in operations, architects, and the arts office you know, spaces that are otherwise empty or unused. Um, we also have a lodge in the Grand, Grand Samalahide Castle. It's a residential space. Um, and so it, it's breathing life into a space and it's giving an artist an opportunity to, as I say, continue to live and work in the county. The Hyde piece, that was a commission through Present for Art and that's very much a live project. It's, it's still, it's it's ongoing 
There are so many different programs that are run out of that space. There's partnerships with NCAD, TU Dublin, around the Hyde. Um, so, yeah, it's really important about bringing people into the county. Um, and again, it allows us to attract international artists, which can feed back into the, the arts ecology within Fingal. You, you talked there about partnerships and it's it's uh, it's another area that you've been heavily involved in it. it like can you just explain to us how important those partnerships are in in terms of achieving what you want to do the partnerships are key um uh, we have partnerships with some very significant organizations the rha the irish writers center children's books ireland um mart studios and what that allows us to do is it allows us to partner, collaborate, offer our Fingal artists the opportunity to take up residency in these organisations. Um, so it's giving them peer support within an institutional framework. Um, again, it's bringing the Fingal artist to another audience, especially if they're in the city. Um, it's promoting their work it's promoting the support that Fingal gives Uh, and it's really key I think again it helps to kind of build you know um, it helps to build an artist's CV in terms of residencies and opportunities that they've received which then goes on to help them with funding opportunities nationally and internationally also, those organisations are, you know, specialists within their art forms. So it's important that we are partnering with the key leaders and thinkers within those art forms to understand what the issues and concerns are for the artists working in those art forms. Because as you can imagine, you know, it's it's very difficult to have that breadth of knowledge within both the non-professional sector, the professional sector, and across all art forms. I mean, you'd, you'd need to kind of, you'd, you'd need to divide yourself into almost 10 different people. So um, my area is, my own background is in the area of visual arts. So for me, that was a very easy end to understand uh, where the challenges were for visual artists. I've had to work harder in terms of literature. And literature is a, is a key art form within Fingal and it will be key in the development of Swords Cultural Quarter. So that's why the, the partnership with the Irish Writers' Centre is so key and to be able to offer mentorship to Fingal writers um, with the Irish Writers' Centre. So that's just an example of how we kind of, I guess, um, how we've kind of tried to broker those partnerships with external organisations. Yeah. And, and does your own background, like you, you mentioned there that you, you are an artist in, in your own right and uh, you're, you're a photographer uh, and you've exhibited your photographic work in the UK, the USA and, and Italy. So in one respect, you know what you're talking about. How, how important is that to have those experiences behind you? Um, I, I think it's invaluable because I think it has given me an understanding and uh, an, an empathy with artists and I like to think that I can broker 
what their needs are and communicate that in a way that the executive understands. Um, I think if I didn't have that practical experience, I think I'd almost feel like a fraud in representing artists. Uh, I'm very, and I guess that's how the development of all of the supports for professional artists came about because that was one thing I found very difficult when I left college. Your college environment, particularly when you go to our college, it's very supportive. There's a lot of, um, you know, peer critique and you are used to being kind of immersed in that space 24-7. So when you're out on your own, it's very isolating. The life of an artist is very isolating. And you don't, I don't think, you don't sit there and say, oh, I'm, I'm going to be an artist. It's within you. You're driven to be an artist. You're driven to make work. And it takes a lot of commitment to stick at it and to be true to yourself and to that calling. Um, so I feel I understand that. And that's why I feel the work that I do, actually, I feel it's it's vocational. Um, and that's why I have stayed in Fingal so long, because I have seen the transformative difference the work that we do makes to individual lives. I can absolutely track people that I would have known when they were in school, people that would have come through the youth and education program that my colleague uh, Julie Clark developed and right through to Art College, the Graduate Award with Mart, and they are now mid-career artists. So I'm, I'm giving away my age there a little. <laughs> but but no, I can clearly track it yeah. and I can see the difference that that investment in the artist has made. And is there a sense of satisfaction at seeing them progressing down down the down the line when you're aware that they could easily have fallen off that that path because of lack of support? I I just feel really happy that we've enabled them to uh, to realise their potential. Um, and I guess it do you know what it does? It renews my commitment and to know that actually yes everything we're doing does make a difference how do you where do you see it going how how, how what's fingal arts going to look like under the direction of sarah o'neill well again building on the work that myself and the team have already established i would like to see that we have a very uh, physical presence within within Swords, particularly, as the county town. And, you know, having the having the space in the Swords Cultural Quarter will enable us to do that and to be able to showcase the work of our professional artists in the new gallery and the theatre space. So it's about building capacity in terms of the audience and an appreciation for the arts, um, but also within our cultural producers who are here in Fingal, which is very much about realising our mission, you know, in bringing the arts to Fingal and Fingal to life through the arts. Um, so it's a very, it's a very bold ambition, but I think we can achieve it. And we're excited about that. Yes, and I think we all think you can achieve it as well, based on your track record. Um, Sarah Neil, thank you very much indeed for being our guest um, today on Inside Fingal. Uh, the very best of luck in, in the job and uh, 
hopefully Fingal Arts will be better for you being the County Arts Officer. Thank you, Jerry. So that's it for episode 24 of Inside Fingal. My thanks again to our new County Arts Officer, Sarah O'Neill, for being our guest today. If you have any comments or suggestions in relation to the Inside Fingal podcast, please email podcast at fingal.ie. And remember, you can follow Fingal County Council on Facebook, X or Twitter, whichever you prefer, Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn, and also at fingal.ie. Thank you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye and stay safe. <laughs>